The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace good morning bunnies and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. We have such a fun Friday ahead still in this last hour. We have the Dirt Alert. And then, of course, the world-famous Forced Movie Reviews. Today, the four of us are watching the 1952 classic Singing in the Rain from AFI's 100 Greatest American Films. How did we feel about it? Do we think it should be on the list? Did we enjoy it? cue Alexis laughing and how many snacks did it take for Kenny to get through this movie you're going to find out all of that um <laughs> oh, I can't wait um okay so Don I know it uh, we're kind of judging the the people driving around in a Ford Focus but that just made me realize uh, r- reminded me of something that I just need to scream from the rooftop uh, for just a second may I please do a short unhappy homo oh, may for I sure. do should? Let's okay cue it up. here we go oh what in gay hell uh-oh. Seems pretty upset about something. It's unhappy homo. What is he so upset about? Let's ask him. Jace? Yeah. Okay, so it has to do with uh, idiots. And I know there's a lot of categories <laughs> with idiots. These, that's very broad. But let me, let, me, let, me, let me parse it down a little bit. Idiots who, as, my, as uh, our grandmothers used to say, there's a special place in hell for people like that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the category of people here today. Uh, people that will have a very special lounge waiting for them in the afterlife. And uh, specifically, people that take advantage of the extreme situation we're, when, that we're in in the pandemic. Let me give you two examples that had my blood boiling to the point where I wanted like a stress ball or a stuffed animal to like slap. Um, <laughs> the first was uh, a friend of mine, uh, David Fema, who owns Fema's downtown. Um, David Fema has been in the restaurant business here in the Twin Cities for years. But he had posted that some horrible human being had stolen his food delivery truck. Uh, Now, I will pause here to say that 
and I don't need to tell you guys this. You know this. Restaurants are are twisting themselves into various shapes. They are contorting to turn their dining environment to takeout factories. Restaurants are doing whatever they can to survive. So the fact that some horrible human being uh, took advantage of the situation and stole their delivery, their food delivery truck... Mm. I, 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 you should be ashamed of yourself. Doesn't it now, have logoing all over it? And everything? Well, it does. It does. So luckily, it, luckily, it was returned. I think somebody found it and called the police and found it. But I'm, I'm just thinking, oh. you, you awful, awful human beings. And then a companion piece to that. In this is a, this is a sidebar to something that enrages me on a normal day and in a normal year, but right now it's really bothering me, and that are taggers who are tagging small businesses and adding to the already monstrous bills these small businesses um, have to pay. And I saw, I've been seeing it a lot, and you know how graffiti drives me nuts, and I'm not talking sanctioned graffiti art. I think that is beautiful, and I think there's a place for it. But I am talking tagging on the buildings of small businesses that really, I mean, graffiti in general, I must admit, drives me insane. But I'm seeing it more and more on buildings that house small independent businesses. And I just think of that small business owner coming into, this is what I think of. I think of that small business owner coming in at 7 o'clock in the morning to open their bakery, their salon, their restaurant, their liquor store. And they come in to start their business day and on the side of the building they see you know a, a giant penis or 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 letters that that are spray painted and they have to deal with that and they have to pay because sometimes insurance doesn't cover stuff like that everyone goes oh well they're insured no that is that is not the way it works believe me it, insurance doesn't always cover stuff like that and i just think it's it's the it's the epitome of kicking people and things while they're down, and it just yeah. enrages me. Thank you. I'm done. Okay, that was good. I agree with everything you said there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I'm seeing it more. The tagging has never been worse. Really? Uh, oh, Alexis, I did a video that I sent to our news department, and look, uh, let me stop here and say, I think it is equally as important. To, to solve the underlying issue of why people feel the need to tag, absolutely. I want to be very clear on that because I was properly educated years ago after a rant that I did about this. And I had this great guy call me, or I'm sorry, send an email that, was, uh, that started a great dialogue between us talking about why young people sometimes feel the need to tag. And it was eye-opening to this white guy, <laughs> to this white guy that, lives, that lived at the time in the suburbs. And I appreciated that education. So I want to say very clearly, I think we should try to solve the reason why these people feel the need to tag. But it doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that it 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 bothers me. It bothers me, especially when it's on the uh, on done on businesses. And I'm seeing it. Lex, I'm not. It is the worst. I've lived here for going on 25 years. I've never seen the amount of tagging and graffiti the way that I I see it now. Whether it's on 35 on the way to Hubbard on 94, um, I just saw and and I want to know how are they doing this because yeah. it's on the it's on the side of like major roadways hard and to I, reach areas. Yeah, 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 that's part of it. And and I get so it that what I did. 
it's yeah. a, it's a it's a thing of opportunity because there's less traffic on the road. They know that the, the you know the taggers know that, so there's more opportunity, and that's why. I mean, in a pandemic year, um, part of the equation I'm sure is the fact that nobody is traveling like they usually do, mm-hmm. so it's easier to tag on a building out on the out you know on the side of 94. But my goodness, um, it, it, it is. It is really bad, and I don't know how the cities are going to get a uh, get a hold of it. Um, because look, uh, there there are bigger issues yeah, to, to deal with. There's a lot of issues, but um, I I'm honing in and focusing on when it's done to small businesses that enrages me, um, and I see it. Meh. I see. I see it maybe once every two months. New, I feel new like graffiti. Just to try to get inside the mind of somebody who is spray painting, I don't think that they like you are connected to that story of that local business. You feel something because you feel like that is you. And even before you had a small business, you feel like that is something mm. you could achieve. Mm-hmm. I don't think these people feel like they're not connected to those people. They see like themselves as I will never have that, so I don't care about it. Like they don't yeah. feel like they could ever achieve that because of the place they are and just the systematic racism that yeah. goes on. Yep. And, and so they feel like that's not me. I don't connect with that. I don't I don't care. You know, that doesn't make a difference to me because those people aren't me. That's yeah. the only way that I could probably, yeah. I don't know, explain it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I. Uh, and I I have processed that and I get all of that and that's why I that's why I want to make it clear I think we should deal with the underlying cause of it first and foremost but you're right as a as a guy that knows a lot of small business owners um, of every shape size color demographic breakdown um, it touches everybody it touches business owners uh, of every type and it just it, to me it's just an, it's just a prime example of kicking kicking a group of people while they're already down um businesses are closing by the time the show ends today you know two restaurants are probably considering closing and two hairstylists and gyms and and i don't know it it just this has been one of those one of those rare winters we're having this year where crime has not taken a break you know, no. normally mm-hmm. we get a little respite from crime and tagging and, and stealing cars and stuff in the winter, but it's uh, it's just gone on hot and heavy. Yeah, and, and it's amazing that they're out doing this tagging in this kind of weather. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's, the it's gonna be real cold it's... next week. So maybe. Yeah. And the delivery, you know, I had a lot of people coming to work at my house in the last six months in South Minneapolis, and I talked to each and every one of them and said. Don't leave your tailgate open. Close it. Lock it up. Yeah. Have your keys on you. Don't leave any tools in the front yard. Don't do any of that because uh, all it takes is somebody, you know, coming up on a skateboard and hopping in and taking off. Yeah. And, and, and now they're working in teams, you know. And all the catalytic are, converters being oh, yeah. stolen constantly everywhere. Yeah. Why don't yeah. I, I don't know. Yes. I don't know why the police can't go to scrap yards where they're able to sell these and say there we are repercussions serious, for you taking yes, yes. To, for for yeah. accepting these because this Preach. is a real problem. And, you know, I mean, it we is. just had one in our parking lot here at work within three minutes. Somebody stole one. I've had yep. two of mine stolen. You've had two, yeah. Um, you know, once off of a new car that I just got last, and and then the one before. So. It's like if it's that big of a problem, and I saw a report by the St. Paul police about it, why aren't they 
why aren't there repercussions for the scrapyards? Why aren't mm. why are these scrapyards and and uh, recycling places accepting this? Why yeah. are they doing this? There should be uh, fines, or they should be monitoring that. There can't be that many scrapyards. When I worked in uh, I worked in a used record store in Dinkytown, and boy, we were really really strict on buying CDs. Yeah. Uh, because we we wanted to establish a paper trail and, and a trail if if these CDs turned up stolen. Of course, CDs are you know gone the way of yeah. the Edsel, but um, they need to do the same thing. You're absolutely right, Don. Something yeah. needs to be done about this because that those they're the buyers of yes. Yep. Like, it's not like you're just going oh well. And Look what I got, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a very specific market. Yes, yep, I mean yep. we're having that problem too. With we buy and resell to- toys, vintage toys, and we've had a few incidences recently where someone has contacted and said, "That's my collection." Yeah. Oh, and someone wow. stole that Lex. from my home, and that's never happened before. And so there's a whole whole thing going on with that. Just that you just feel terrible because we had no idea being the buyer. Yep. Mm, So many. Yeah. So I just hope we can come. People are desperate right now. Yes, they are. I, I, I hope we deal with uh, the, the, the reasons behind the need to do these things. That's what's important. Or we're never going to solve it. We need to figure out how, how to deal with it on a, on a very, on a, on a beginning level. Like why, why do, why do they feel the desire to do this and try to solve that? They're hungry. Well, yeah, they, yeah. You know, it's well for that. Basic. I mean, I yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if the hunger has to do with tagging, but um, I don't know. It, oh, it, I see. I'm talking yeah, about the yeah. theft and the theft. And, yes, right. Yeah. Uh, Eight eighteen. Hey guys, before we take a break, my talk listener rewards are really good this month. Win a private theater rental at AMC Theater plus gift cards to to Luce Pizza Luce R E I uh, Caribou and more. Register for listener rewards on our website. Back with Elizabeth after this. Warning: Here comes a cliche, ladies. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready to eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved. And get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. 
This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consult at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The biggest stories in entertainment can be found right here. It's the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hello, my friends. You guys were just talking about things being stolen, so I thought I'd yeah. start with a burglar burglary. Oh, Whoa, what happened Burglar-ar. to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yesterday, I tried to say a word um, on the show on Twin Cities Live, and it was the last word before we tossed to a story, <laughs> and I botched it so bad and then all I did was make my eyes very wide and just look like a deer in headlights into the camera and just was like in my mind please make it stop and then it did <laughs> so bad it's the end of the week I know but it was oh. very bad you ever have those moments when you're oh. like what is wrong with my brain yeah it's... every day every day <laughs> love you guys so here is the burglary I'm going to talk about today uh, Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's 16 million dollar mansion burglarized you know it seems oh. that on these housewives shows the financial situation isn't always what it seems do you guys oh, <laughs> sense right. a trend especially here? with housewives oh. yeah no kidding yep. so police received a burglary report um, at the end of last month and then officers saw that there were signs of forced entry through a broken window. They don't know really what was stolen yet, but he's been living alone in the house since Erica Jane moved to a $1.5 million home after she filed for divorce from the famed attorney. He's been having medical emergencies and problems with his uh, business, and she's out like trout. Oh, so this isn't what we thought it was in the beginning, just a way to get away with all the weird things that he was doing with his business. Remember, it was kind of like, well, they're yeah. just getting divorced. Yeah, it's, there's a class action lawsuit going on. Yes, yes. And you were wondering, wh- yeah. are they just splitting for financial purposes? Right, right. But it looks like, no. They're, Seems they're like done, they're done, though. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the weekend is giving the big Super Bowl halftime performance this weekend. He says he will not have any special guests during his Super Whoa. Bowl halftime show. Interesting. Here's what he said to the NFL Network. There wasn't any room to fit it in the narrative. <laughs> what is he going to do? That's what I'm going to start saying when I'm doing things <laughs> when by myself. When you want Steve to go yeah. away? Yeah, Steve, there is not any room to fit you in this narrative. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Just you wait. Can we say that to our kids? Yes. Right I just now. Need a moment. Oh my yeah. gosh, there is no room to fit you in this narrative. That's really wonderful. Oh yeah. I love it. He said, I've been reading a lot of rumors. There wasn't any room to fit it in the narrative and the story I was telling in the performance, so there's no special guests. No. Okay. Wow. What is he going to do? I don't know. He's going to be in the stands, right? (gasps) They're not going to do the big stage switch out on the field this year. He's going to be performing in the stands. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So because it normally takes 5,000 people, a crew of 5,000 people. Um, to switch out and move all of that staging and everything out to get it ready for the 13-minute halftime performance. Yeah. And that's it's like a massive operation, and now they're going to have a fraction of that 
to be able um, to help with moving things because they're just going to move stuff into the stands. And then there will be some fans there. Remember, guys, there's going to be, I think, 22,000 people there. Uh, yes. Elizabeth, can you also let us know when you say that to Steve so we can DVR that, please, when you get ready to say that? Thank I you. will. Thank you. Yeah. There isn't room to fit in you this, in this in narrative. This narrative. Oh, that would be a funny Valentine to send someone. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> I like it. That's a great quote from you. the weekend. It's a really good way to say that I'm going to be the star of this show and you're <laughs> yeah. out. Uh-huh. And you're out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that everyone is going to find this shocking, but Rebel Wilson's fake relationship is over. Yeah. She broke up with <gasps> Jacob Bush via text message. The headline today, uh-huh. he was blindsided. This is because it's not a real relationship. Ooh. And you can call uh-huh. me Cobra if you want. You can say, did they put your tinfoil hat back? on you again elizabeth to which i will say in this case yes this was a publication ship for sure oh wow. i didn't even know about what they were doing were they out pdaing yeah is that yes oh, yeah mm. yeah somewhere colina bradley right are smiling they are smiling oh yeah <laughs> they're smiling uh so here is the source said they went to aspen right before the holidays and had a blast then he left for florida to be with his family and he invited her because he really wanted her to meet them but she never committed to doing that They talked all through the holidays and had excellent communication, but then all of a sudden she got really quiet and broke up with him via text message about two or three weeks ago. And Jacob Bush uh, did not take the split well and is really upset. It was very hurtful. That's because this was all set up as part of her healthy year narrative Mm, to add to it and to kind of like frame her as as like the hot girl now i don't like any of it i don't oh, like it totally i think it was yeah, like, I, just, like I, I lost weight and now i have now a i get a hot guy yes it makes me crazy yeah the whole sucks. thing makes me very unhappy rebel wilson She's so annoying anyway so <laughs> it's amen really Ugh. not great wow. I gotta, we don't we don't have time but i i disagree i oh. i do i i don't think it was fake i don't think it was fake oh, no. Elizabeth is not fake. Today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, Alexis can't wait. It's forced movie review, Singing in the Rain edition, when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. ABC Tonight at 7, 6 Central. I'm going to destroy the island. Television history will be made. ABC's Lost, the series finale event. How will it all end? The only place you can see the cast back together and three exclusive alternate lost endings. Jimmy Kimmel Live, Aloha to Lost. ABC's Lost, the series finale event. Tonight, starting at 7, 6 central on ABC. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Celebrating series finales today because of the series finale of Passing Notes that aired today on our show at 6 a.m. If you missed it, download the podcast a little bit later today. Yes. Yeah. Very sad. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. As we said, everything entertainment Friday also means one thing uh, other than passing notes. It means forced movie reviews. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. 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 Singing in the rain. What a glorious feel, and I'm happy. 
Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are today. We we are reviewing from 1953, Singing in the Rain, with Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, and Donald O'Connor. Part of our pop culture experiment. Is AFI's list of the 100 greatest movies accurate? Um, okay, um, Lex, you've been laughing about this all morning long, so please take center stage. Talk to us about your experience watching, <laughs> sing, watching oh, Singing in the Rain. Kenny, forget fast-forwarding. I just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Four times, you guys. I wow. woke up and go, oh, i got to rewind this. I'd rewind it and then watch it, and then it'd fall asleep again, and... Wow, this was a rough road to get through. I remember watching it many, many years ago, and I had kind of I had fond memories, you know, singing in the rain, good morning, good morning. You know, I, I was thinking this will be a good experience. Now, the clothing was amazing. There were some fun moments, figuring out the mic and all of that. You know, the whole idea that movies had to go from black and white to talking and miming to talking films. So that part, but other than that, what a snooze fest. The dance sequences were way too long. Uh, the portrayal of women, it just it felt very out of touch and I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> and he seemed why. really old for her. Gene Kelly? Oh. Yes. Oh. For Debbie Reynolds? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. How about you guys? <laughs> Did you feel that way too? Kenny? Um well, they actually opened the title sequence with Singing in the Rain, and I seriously hit fast-forward within the first <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, but my thoughts are that Cosmo Brown, played by Donald O'Connor, carried the movie. Oh, he's he a star. He was the movie. He, him and Debbie Reynolds were wonderful in this. Uh, the first song came at 27 minutes in, make him laugh, and that was uh, Donald O'Connor singing that. And this is, I don't want to tell you what genre of movie I, movies I really, really hate because it'll come back to haunt me, but it's a question I've had all my life with musicals, and it's not the singing so much as where's the music coming from? Why am I hearing music when there's no orchestra visible, there's no uh, guitars visible, and I've just had a problem suspending my disbelief with musicals, and that came in right away at 27 minutes in with Make Him Laugh. I'm like, where's this beautiful orchestra coming from? No, I don't believe it. You wiggle till they're giggling all over the place, and then you get a great because they're flying a face. Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh. Yeah. I thought Donald O'Connor was wonderful. Good morning. You referenced that, Lex. Did you know yeah. that Reynolds um, Reynolds had to be carried off the yep. stage after they finished shooting that because blood vessels burst in her feet? And then oh. Gene Kelly, who was one of the uh, directors, opted not to use her the sound of her tapping and had it dubbed in by somebody else. And I thought... Huh, that's really ironic that we're talking about dubbing vocals in for that actress, and he dubbed in tapping sounds to, for uh, Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah, Debbie Debbie famously talked about how awful it was to shoot Good Morning. Um, it right. was wow. just I mean, they did torch. It in one shot. Yeah. That, right. the stamina there, that you have to appreciate. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. 
My other note is uh, I thought it was impressive that Gene was actually sick when he shot the title song, um, Singing in the Rain. And the best part for me uh, was Sid Sid Charisse in the Broadway number where she comes in in that green dress and does some vamping and dancing. And it's like, oh, "Oh, my goodness, Shakira has nothing on you, Sid. Wow. (laughs) And that's the end of my notes. Yeah. After that, um, I ran to the uh, bathroom, and it's been misery ever since. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Sid, uh, Sid Charisse made the movie for me. Oh, Cosmo. Wow. Yeah, the real star. Yeah. Yes. No, no. He's talking about Sid no. Charisse. The, oh, Sid. The oh, the dancer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Dan- I'm, yeah. I'm going back to, legs to, to of, Cosmo. Yeah, yeah both. No, she yeah. has yeah legs up to her shoulders. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Dawn? I love this movie. It's one of my favorite old movies. I can't help it. I, yeah. I love it. I think that Donald O'Connor is just a phenomenon. And yeah, I don't think a lot of people know him by name. Like, no. that's not a well-known household name. Gene Kelly, of course. But if you said Donald O'Connor to most people, they'd be like, who? It's yep, because yep. he wasn't as attractive, which is a shame. Because, you know, Gene Kelly, he's a leading man. But Donald O'Connor is a real talent there. And he's just yeah. like a Jim Carrey. He's He's just like... I don't even know how he does some of the things he does. It's like he's spring-loaded. He jumped up on top of that piano, and I'm like, how is that even human, what you're doing? And just like, oh, I think he's outstanding. And I have always wanted to play Lena Lamont on stage, uh, played by Gene Hagen. That is my jam. That's the kind of acting I do. (laughs) I am never the ingenue or the main character. I'm a side character, and that's a coveted role that I've always wanted to play. Can you explain who she is? is uh if people haven't <laughs> so, seen Second Rain. so she's the leading lady in these silent <laughs> movies with gene kelly and since they're silent nobody's heard her real voice and her real voice is like what are you doing up there it's really I have, awful i have a clip ready for you yeah. here's a here's a little bit of her you have to talk into it well, i was talking wasn't i miss dinsmore yes my dear but please remember round tones <laughs> pierre you shouldn't have come Pierre, you shouldn't have come. I love it so much. Pierre, you shouldn't have come. Oh, just so great. And and she ends up being a real evil biatch, and I love playing evil characters. Yeah. Singing in the rain. Okay, it's forced movie reviews. When we come back, I'll tell you what I thought. Plus, uh, we'll be assigned a new movie and uh, find out what person, place, or thing jumped the shark. Uh, we're wrapping things up when we come back. I'm one of the My Talk ain't Loves no Local. All month, we're focusing on small businesses that need our love. Today's My Talk Loves Local is presented by Alight, a local organization helping on a global level. You'll hear from Alight, Alight on today's Colleen and Bradley show. Right Right now, though, it is 847. We continue. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. We are doing uh, 1953 Singing in the Rain with Gene Kelly, Donald O'Connor, and uh, very young Debbie Reynolds. You've heard from Lex, uh, Kenny, and Don, and now uh, uh, I will uh, tell you. I'm closer to Alexis and Kenny. Uh, but I will start with the positives. And like Dawn, the thing that I loved most was Gene Hagen in this. 
Um, I can see why she was nominated for an Oscar. I thought she was hysterical. Her voice every time she laughed. But like <laughs> Alexis, I did fall asleep once. But she woke me up um, <laughs> when she started talking. I remember waking up going, wow, th- this is great. Uh, this She woke me up. Um, uh but I had seen, you know, I had seen the the musical numbers many, many times because I, you know, I used to host Showtune Sunday at Boom, a bar in Minneapolis. So a lot of these sequences I have seen hundreds of times. So watching them this time, I was reminded of how great of a dancer Gene Kelly is. But I, I think I have a controversial take. Rewatching this, I, I don't think he was a great actor. No. Um, right. I, I was... I was like, uh, I didn't get it. I kept thinking that the whole time. Is it, what the hell was that? Oh, that's Zen. That oh, was that was Zen. Zen. Oh, my God. Scare me to death. Oh. Sorry, he agrees he does, with you. He agrees. He didn't like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, I just kept thinking to myself, wow, he's not that great. Um, mm-hmm. Now, dancing-wise, he's a legend. Um, and look, and it was a different acting style in the 40s and 50s. But um, now I will agree with Dawn, too. Donald O'Connor, I think, is like an art carny. You know, Jackie yeah. Gleason got all the yeah. glory. Uh-huh. But, you, but, you, but you can't do the honeymooners without art carny. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. it, it just doesn't work. There, there is no Ralph without Norton. Um, right. And I think Donald O'Connor is one of those side characters that um, is magnificent and sometimes outshines the lead. Absolutely, yes. And Debbie Reynolds, just her close-ups made me smile. Um, She was such a... I can see why she was an instant star. I mean, she just... She swallowed that camera, and you just couldn't... Like, the last scene when... Uh, Jean's yelling for her off stage, or to you know, and she's running, 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 and she turns around and they yeah. get a close up with tears running down her face. Yeah. She's just a gem. I mean, she's just a movie star. But as a whole, uh, I'm with Le- Lex. It's just so it was hard to get through, and I didn't expect that. I remember liking it more than I did, but I was kind of yeah. bored. Did I was Colin watch board. it with you? No, I did. Oh, I didn't want did. to put him through that. I figure <laughs> making him watch Knots Landing is uh, punishment <laughs> enough for any enough. <laughs> for any husband. Um, let's uh, go to now. Let's go to Holly Roberts now, who joins us. Holly has been the Yoda assigning us movies from AFI's list. Uh, hello, Holly. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good, good morning. morning. <laughs> um, okay, Holly Roberts, are you confident in your selection this week? Because there's been a couple weeks where you've been like, oh, I'm. Uh, are you confident about this week's? Uh, yes, I have selected a movie for everyone to watch. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know if everyone, I mean, that's all I have to say about that. Everyone is going to watch the following film. Okay, okay here's, here's, right. your dr- here's your drum roll. Here we go. You guys are watching The Godfather. Oh, yes! yes. Right! Yes! That's oh, great. We, Holly is all up onto the top 10 because Singing in the Rain came in at number 10 on AFI's list, and The Godfather from 1972 is number three. Number nice. I I guessed wrong because in uh, in Google as the drum roll roll was going, Mm -hmm. I typed in Apocalypse Now because I thought for sure that's where you were going. (laughs) And the only complaint, Holly, I have is uh, I can't watch The Godfather without watching Godfather Two. So so I've got to. 
<laughs> Kenny, you are exactly right. Now, I will say this. The Godfather is merely the setup for yes. Godfather Part 2, which Absolutely. Godfather Part 2 is the superior film, yes. but yes. we got to go with The Godfather because it's on the AFI list here. Yes. All yes. right. Bonacero, Bonacero, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Lex, have you seen it? <laughs> Long time ago. Okay. Dawn, you've um, seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I recently... Yeah, I recently... Re- I watched it a couple years ago. HBO put them all together. Remember that, Holly? They, I think I talked yes. to you about it. They, yeah. they edited them all together in a really unique way, and I was in love um, with how they did it. And Scorsese supervised that cut, and uh, HBO had it. I think, actually, it's still on there. So, ugh, I yeah, love I, it. I watched it in college for a class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Good yeah, choice, Holly. Like we can watch it on uh, Amazon, the way it looks, Prime, or YouTube, oh, or Google Play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, a lot of choices. Holly, thank you. Have a good weekend. Yes, leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> right. right. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. I uh, never watched I, that oh. movie with a notebook. This should be fun. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, that's a good one. How many pages will you fill up? Colin's on this never one, seen Kenny. it. I will oh, make really, Colin watch. Jason? No, I'm oh, going to make Colin watch this with you. me. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, we'll have a special guest star that day. Okay, uh, let's find out what Jump the Shark. Hollywood in general, they're making a movie about Uno. Oh. Uno? The card, card game? game? The only card game I know how to play. How? how? Okay. Old maid. Yeah. I just want, I just, I just need to quote my friend Jen. Mm-hmm. I just need everyone to understand. <laughs> I just need everyone to understand. They're making a movie about a kid's card game. Mm-hmm. We, as Lewis I Black still said, <laughs> I don't, I, Lex, how? I don't understand. Huh? How? Um, this is the, Lewis Black thought the end of the universe was a Starbucks across from a Starbucks. No, the end of the universe is Hollywood green lighting a movie about Uno. Huh? Are they playing Uno? Producing it, right? Uh, yeah. Lil, 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 Lil Yachty. Not to be confused um, with Lil Izzy Vert. No. No. Lil Yachty, it's described as an action heist comedy. Oh. Okay. So, huh. I I have no idea. I'm interested in this. This is intriguing. Yeah. Oh, wow. You too. Okay. No. I mean, you know, Um, because there's no story there, really. They're just developing... I, I'm interested to see what happens. Okay. Um, I think it's a sign the world's ending. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's done. I think uh, check, please. Uh, let's, let's pay our server. By the way, uh, I wrote the book on cheating at Uno. I have what? never lost a game of Uno. <gasps> yeah. What's your trick? Yeah. yeah. No, not on the air. Nope. Oh, oh, nope. Oh, oh, not on okay. Twitter either. Are you not serious? Like you're you're oh, you're legit. You can if I give you these tips, you will never lose a game again. Ever. Really? Oh. Yeah. That's yep. quite what's, your what's your price? Can of sardines uh, and some <laughs> instant mashed potatoes. Most to top it off with some whipped cream out of a can. <laughs> to quote Don't Dawn, the cookies, like, Dawn. like a bear in a cabin going through the yeah. cabin. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way Kenny ate last night watching, watching Singing in the Rain. Yeah. And we also learned he likes to 
dump uh, dried uh, mashed potatoes in his mouth as well. Because you don't need water. Your no. spit is the water. Yeah. yeah. It, it forms have a, a delicious weekend, paste in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a good have a weekend. weekend. Yeah. I'm going to uh, try that now. No, you're not. Uh, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Convenient. Saves on yeah. the dishes. Yes, uh-huh. yes. You be you. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. You know what day it is, right, everybody? Yeah. Say it with me. Careful. Try it. Yay. Yay.